Welcome to Hub and Flow, a podcast produced by Natural Gas Intelligence. On a mission to provide transparency to the natural gas market, Hub and Flow focuses on key fundamentals driving the price of natural gas and LNG in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Natural Gas Intelligence, or NGI, is a subscription-based price reporting agency, which means we provide trusted and independent natural gas pricing and news for the North American market. Hello, this is Kevin Dobbs, Senior Markets Editor with Natural Gas Intelligence. Again, welcome to NGI's Hub and Flow podcast. My colleague and fellow senior editor, Andrew Baker, will be joining me today to, among other topics, discuss Canadian natural gas prices and what's happening in Mexico. Before that, let me step back for a few minutes and provide some thoughts on the state of the U.S. market early in 2023 and the outlook for coming months. U.S. natural gas futures are off to a weak start in 2023, recently holding below the $3 level, and analysts are braced for a volatile ride ahead amid expectations for strong production levels and forecasts for relatively mild weather. These factors weighed heavily on prices through most of January, keeping prompt month futures well below the highs around $6 that we saw in late 2022. Prices last month were roughly half the level we saw in December, when strong winter weather was more of a factor. Forecasts for February show bouts of cold, but nothing that is expected to endure. That would leave heating degree days at roughly average levels, not enough to make up for a January that EBW Analytics estimated was among the weakest in 15 years in terms of demand. At the same time, production held around 100 BCF per day last month, and aside from the short-lived freeze-off events expected early in February, output is expected to hold strong through the winter and beyond. Production climbed along with robust demand throughout 2022 and expectations for long-term growth in export volumes. With associated gas production in the Permian Basin strong alongside oil output that held at a pandemic-era high in January, East Daily Analytics estimated that domestic gas production would rise by 5 BCF per day over the course of this year and reach 105 or nearly 105 BCF per day late in 2023. East Daily analyst Rob Wilson told NGI that producers already have set in motion the momentum necessary for ongoing growth this year, and the extra gas will be needed, but perhaps not this year. Let me explain why, beyond weather that is. While demand for U.S. LNG reached record levels in 2022 and is expected to remain elevated, no new domestic export facilities are slated to come online this year in the U.S., limiting exporters' ability to ramp up to meet global energy needs. And the need is there. Europe, in particular, boosted its demand for LNG in the wake of recent Russian moves to cut off pipeline gas exports to the continent. And this is due, of course, to the Kremlin's ongoing invasion of Ukraine. Europe is expected to, again, call for U.S. LNG ahead of next winter. Following a fire last June, the Freeport LNG facility in Texas is slated to return to service in stages in the first quarter of this year, eventually building back to nearly 2.4 BCF per day of capacity. That will help balance supply and demand to a degree, but if East Daily's output projection proves accurate and either the remainder of this winter or the coming summer prove modest in terms of demand, production levels may be too high this year to support a sustainable price recovery. Additionally, the exact timing of Freeport's full return remains a mystery. Rystead Energy said that that may not happen until late in the spring. That has a big impact on the demand side of the equation heading toward the shoulder season when weather-driven demand is typically light. Against that backdrop, prices are under heavy pressure and far from the nearly $10 level of last summer. All of that noted, there is always the possibility for a protracted winter or an early and long hot summer that drives strong demand, much like the summer of 2022. 
Farther out, starting in 2024, new LNG export capacity starts to ramp up. Even if production holds strong through this year, global buyers could jump on the added LNG, providing bullish price support. So bulls at least have longer-term trends on their side. With the U.S. as a foundation, let's bring in Andrew to talk about the rest of North America. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Kevin. So let's just uh, let's start with Canada and just talk a little bit about how it fits into the, the, the bigger North American picture. Sure. So Canada plays an important role in the North American gas picture. It's a net exporter of gas to the United States. And I think it's the only, well, it is the only country that still can can say that. So gross natural gas flows from Canada to the U.S. via pipeline are about 8 BCF right now, with net flows averaging around 6 BCF. And those gas flows arrive to the U.S. via a few different points and pipeline systems. Some of the main ones are Enbridge's West Coast or BC pipeline system, which arrives via Sumas in Washington state. We also have TC Energy's GTN or gas transmission Northwest system, along with its northern border and Canadian mainline pipeline systems. Now, U.S. also exports gas to Canada to the tune of about 2 BCF per day or a little more. The lion's share of that going to the Don DAWN natural gas storage hub, which is located in Ontario and connected to pretty much all of the main supply basins in North America. And so those those gas flows from Canada to the United States are are less than what they used to be, but it still plays a really important role in, in balancing the US, the U.S. market, particularly in the Northwest and Midwest regions of the United States. Right, right. Okay. Well, given that need, are there any projects underway to uh, further help Western Canadian gas get to the U.S.? Yeah, so that's a great question. And, you know, so when we, when we talk about the supply of natural gas from Western Canada, we're talking about the Western Canadian sedimentary basin as sort of like the main, the main producer. And within that, the main pricing hub is the Nova ACO location on TC Energy's NGTL system. And a lot most NGI readers will, will be familiar with that. And so pricing at that location has... It's historically gas has traded at a discount there to to the Henry Hub in the United States. So Western Canada, it's it's an immense supply basin with with cheap production, and, and geographically it's close to to the northwestern United States. But the the problem has been a lack of gas transmission capacity out of Western Canada and, in, and into those markets in the United States where it's needed, as you mentioned. So there are a few projects underway. I know TC Energy is working on expanding the GTN system by about 300 million cubic feet a day and the northern border system by about 400 million cubic feet. Enbridge is also looking to add about 300 MMCF to its BC system that would serve the northwestern markets in the United States. So there are a few projects going on, but not probably not enough to, to move the needle towards really strengthening those ACO basis differentials. Okay, interesting. So let's look at the other other side of things and take a look at Mexico and its role in the North American natural gas market. Sure. So just as Canada is a net exporter of gas to the United States, Mexico imports about five and a half to six BCF per day of natural gas via pipeline from the United States. So it's almost almost the exact same amount that Canada exports to the United States. That's what the U.S. sends to Mexico. And the vast majority of that leaves our country by way of South Texas and increasingly the Permian Basin in in West Texas. 
And it's really sort of a symbiotic relationship because, you know, Mexico is heavily dependent on U.S. gas imports. But by the same token, Mexico is a, serves as really a crucial outlet for, for some of that skyrocketing gas production out of, out of West Texas and, and South Texas and other supply basins in, in the U.S. So what's the outlook then for, for U.S. exports to Mexico? Do you see uh, any significant changes on the horizon, increases? Yeah, well, it's interesting. So the, the trend of U.S. gas exports to Mexico has been one of, of tremendous growth over, over the last few years. Well, and I should say the reason for that is, is due to declining production by Mexico's state oil company, Pemex. Now, Pemex has managed to stabilize that decline in production due to a couple of new onshore fields that they've brought online there in Mexico. But nonetheless, projections are for U.S. gas exports to Mexico to continue rising over over the coming years. And these these are the projections that we've seen from some of the midstream firms that serve the Mexican market, such as Kinder Morgan on the U.S. side and TC Energy on the Mexico side. So the outlook is one of uh, of continued growth for those for those gas flows to Mexico. Okay, so. Maybe you could just talk a little bit about the uh, liberalization of the Mexico energy market and just where things stand right now. Yeah, so some of our listeners may may know that Mexico's energy sector underwent a major transformation in 2013 and 2014. They had a constitutional energy reform that basically ended the the state monopoly over the energy sector and allowed for private sector participation in multiple segments of that market, including upstream oil and gas production, as well as the importation and marketing of natural gas and refined products. Now, that was under the previous administration. You fast forward to the current government of Andres Manuel López Obrador. They've really sort of pumped the brakes on that on that liberalization process. Now, nominally, the, the rules and laws remain in place, but the the main difference in the natural gas market particularly is that we have not seen capacity open seasons or or opportunities for for shippers to to obtain capacity so right now basically all of the or a large portion of the natural gas pipeline capacity both to the mexican border and from it is controlled by by CFE the state power company and Pemex the national oil company and so in order to do business in Mexico right now, you really need to have a relationship with, with one of those two companies. Now, CFE has indicated that they're planning to, to make capacity available to third parties on their pipelines on, on each side of the border. But we're still a little unclear on what, on what the timeline for that will be. On the plus side, Mexico has brought online a, a lot of new pipelines over the last few years. And so the, the infrastructure is in place and the regulatory framework is in place technically, but with the current government, you kind of have to to play ball with them if you want to participate in the market. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So opportunity and certainly demand in Mexico, some dependence on, on Canada with a whole lot of activity going on in between in, in the United States. Interesting. Okay. Well, Andrew, great discussion. Uh, Appreciate the time. With that, allow me to wrap up by noting that NGI presents this podcast to help our subscribers make more informed business decisions about markets and the developments and news that drive them. To read our markets coverage and more, please visit and subscribe to NGI at naturalgasintelligence.com. Have a great day, everyone. Dependable data drives informed business decisions. 
Trust NGI to provide your natural gas and LNG data for North America. If your business requires daily, weekly, or midweek pricing data, forward curves, or flow data, NGI has a reliable product suite to support you. Visit natgasintel.com backslash services to understand what we have to offer and how we can help you and your business today. Thank you for listening to NGI's Hub and Flow podcast today. We encourage you to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it, and please do share it with your colleagues. A trusted provider of natural gas news, data, and pricing information for North America, NGI offers subscription-based products. Please visit natgasintel.com if you are interested in NGI and our services. If you would like to dive deeper into this subject, additional resources are available on our website as well. Just visit natgasintel.com and click on the resources tab to find the podcast page.